Hello and welcome to the Lehigh Valley Food Podcast. Today we have Anthony from the Hummus House. I'm Riley and my co-host is Jacoby. What's, what's up? Hello. Uh, my name is Anthony, I'm co-owner of the Hummus House. This is a family business. Uh, we own, I own it with my parents. Uh, we just moved from Allentown, 15th and Chew, and we moved up here to Bethlehem, East 3rd Street. And um, so far, we're re- we really like it over here. You know, we've had this business for seven years. Uh, we That's moved awesome. here so we can make it expand even larger. So hopefully we'll be here for another seven years as well. <laughs> wow. So you said you started seven years ago and you were originally in Allentown. Yep. What made you move to Bethlehem? Just well, the better? Kind of. <laughs> uh, we wanted more foot traffic. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that just hang out here and they come out here to eat. They come out here to drink. So we yeah. wanted to be a part of, you know, the crowd out here. We also had a large following from Bethlehem on our Facebook page. So most of our customers were traveling over to us. Um, and a lot of them did come from Bethlehem. So it just made sense for us to come over here. And we didn't think that we were able to grow any larger than what we were at that corner in Allentown anymore. Because we were there for cool. seven years and yeah. we can't expand. True. Just staying yeah. in, in a small, small space, corner. Yep. Yeah. So where are you from? Uh, like where were you born? Where did you grow up? So I was born in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. Um, I moved nice. here when I was 14, 15 years old. Back in, um, I want to say around two, 2015. So I was born around 1991. I'm 30 now. <laughs> <laughs> <It> happens. <laughs> yeah. Age happens, man. <laughs> um, so why would you guys move uh, over here then? I mean, it's probably not your decision. but <laughs> Well, back then, um, my dad had a different business that um his business partner was out here so Mm. that encouraged him to move out here to make everything uh easier and he wanted to give us a little bit more than what we had in new york Mm -hmm. because you can't you can't get much for the money in new york than you can get out here yeah Yeah. (laughs) um i mean you don't have to answer this one but uh what was the business that he did and it was an audio visual company okay (laughs) so when when did he decide to make the switch to yeah, to restaurants. <laughs> well, when that, when they parted ways, my dad decided to do something different. And since my mom was a cook already, oh. you know, and she already had a passion for cooking, mm-hmm. he decided to open a restaurant. And at first, it just carried um, her items, you mm-hmm. know, just her the stuff she makes, the Mediterranean stuff. And then I kind of just created a sandwich menu. <laughs> That's cool. So it evolved. Yeah. So originally, it was all Mama's home cooking. Yeah, with a few like with a few New York style yeah. sandwiches because I needed something to do oh, as gotcha. well. So, so you got a little bit of influence of home and an influence of Brooklyn. Pretty much, yeah. That's beautiful. That's awesome. So they both went into business together, right? Your mom, your dad. Uh, were you always a part of that, or yeah, since okay. day one, so, yeah. I kind of left everything and started doing this. <laughs> do you uh, do you ever go to school for anything culinary, or is just no, it's honestly, just, learned, man. Uh, just watching my mom and watching Food Channel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Learned by experience, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm more of a hands-on, mm-hmm. just throw me into it kind of learner. I, yeah. don't, I don't do good with yeah. know, studying stuff, so yeah. <laughs> I'd rather just do it. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of uh, chefs that we've come across that are not classically trained, but have the, you know, know know-how and just... They just want to jump into it, and that's really cool. Well, one thing that I was, one thing that I have is I can just kind of taste things without actually tasting them. So that's why I was able to create the menu so quick. Because we were supposed to open, I believe, January of 2000. 
and it was 22, I think it says 16 or something like that. So I created my sandwich menu literally like 30 minutes before <laughs> wow. it was due. That's impressive. And I, you know, it was a 50-50 chance whether the sandwiches would taste good or not. Oh and they ended God. up all tasting pretty good. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, so you said that your mom is the whole start of this well, yeah, so she makes all the hummus. She makes all the mac and cheeses that we've won awards for. <gasps> oh. <Right>. She <laughs> makes all the salads and stuff like that. So she's, yeah, the name Hummus House, if she didn't make the hummus. <laughs> so it's all based on Mama. Yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> mac and cheese, that sounds good. Yeah, we yeah. won the Lehigh Valley Smackdown Award for 2018 and 19. Yeah, because 2020 was COVID, so they couldn't have one. But Yeah, that's pretty cool. So speaking of COVID, how did you guys deal with COVID? Were you still we, in transition from Allentown to Bethlehem? We actually closed down for, I think, two months, two or three months. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But I, it was it was a pretty long time. And um, when we reopened, we just reopened without any dine-in. And we were basically just okay. takeout only. Yeah. And we stayed that way until we moved up here. Just because the space was so small over there, you know, we yeah. couldn't expect anyone to sit and be six feet apart yeah, and understandable. not feel awkward because it was a small <laughs> space. So you just have two tables there and two <laughs> tables there and it's quiet. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Do you have any siblings? Only child. Only child. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> so are we, I think. Yeah, all of us. All of us? Yeah. <laughs> That's a side well, note. kind of only child. Yeah, kind of. I have a half sister. Does that count? You were raised a solo child, so yeah, there you go. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Fine. Do you think you have that, like, drive in you from the very beginning to just help out mom and dad and try to progress the restaurant and stuff? Um, since day one, I would say that I was kind of, I was influenced just because it was our own thing. But I did have my troubles with, with it being a family business. It's very difficult to work with your family. <laughs> but at the same time, it's also, you know, it has its pros and cons. Yeah. So you can you can do a lot more stuff in a family business. You can't really do in a corporate business because you are the boss. Yeah. So your rules are your rules. You don't have to follow <laughs> anyone else's. And, you know, I had to kind of work my way up, I guess. <laughs> it's good. I mean, how else are you going to learn? It's, you know. So what do you do exactly here? So besides, um, like, I, well, basically, I took part of my dad's role now where I kind of just take care of everything. I oversee everything. Oh. I take, you know, I manage the people that I do have. We are hiring, by the way. Oh. Um, you hear that, folks? They're hiring. <laughs> so other than that, I'm making the sandwiches as well. Um, me and my cousin both make the sandwiches in the back. And then that's what we do all day because, believe it or not, we get like 100 sandwiches a day or more. I believe oh, it. wow. Yeah. I believe it, though. What most, is your busiest Most of the time, things though? we sell is sandwiches, wraps, and then... Hummus is not even the most thing we sell, so, so the, like, name, you do the name hummus. doesn't really speak for anything. Um, the busiest times, I would say anywhere between 12 to 2, and then it dies down a little yeah. bit, and then it picks back up around 4.30 to close time. Wow. Yeah. It has been like that for a while, since Allentown has been like that. But a lot of the restaurants here have that dead space. A lot yeah. of them close, or a lot of them just hang out. Yeah. That's you see cool. a lot of, uh, well, I mean... When did you move in? You said around Thanksgiving? It was Thanksgiving week, yeah. We opened up. Um, have you seen, like, I assume there's going to be a lot of college kids. Um, mainly your clientele? We have seen them. They come more around 6 o'clock, mm-hmm. like an hour or two before we close. Um, but I haven't seen as many as I expected. 
I don't think it's time for them yet. Yeah, you're right. Probably not. They they probably come out at night. The only thing open is I'll have. You don't have ah, like you're right. You're right. Hummus no, house after hours. We w- we would <laughs> love to if I can get a bigger staff. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. if I can get a bigger staff, I can do a lot more things like open my juice bar over here. I yeah. can open later. I can not close. You know, two days a week. You Wait, to keep did it you like say a juice bar? Yeah, yeah. So that's gonna be wow. a juice bar. It's gonna be. It's gonna have protein shakes. So you're gonna add protein oh, to anything. Fun. It's gonna be uh, shakes, smoothies, and you know juices. What else do you have other than sandwiches, hummus from Mama? Um, mac and, then and cheese. Juice, yeah, mac and cheese um, and the juice bar. Salads. We have a lot of homemade desserts. We do a lot of vegan <gasps> desserts, too. Because vegan desserts aren't exactly healthy everywhere you go. Yeah. So my <laughs> no, mom tries not. to make them as healthy as possible with <laughs> oh, you know, better great. ingredients. We try to stay soy-free, palm oil-free, and stuff like that. Wow. So we're really, like, we have a lot of hidden uh, pros, you would say. That you would only find out once Ooh. you come in and ask around. <laughs> it's like a secret menu. <laughs> yeah. I, not, not much of a secret menu because we have a rotating okay. menu. Like the mac and cheese rotates. A flavor of hummus rotates once in a while. Um, the desserts always rotate. Um, we're trying to come to certain flavors and recipes that we're going to stick to. Yeah. But customers are always asking or looking for what's new or what's next because we've set that impression in that bar already. So. Oh. <laughs> so do you end up customizing a lot of the orders or is it kind of um i would say about 65 to 70 percent of them come as is and then the rest you know you have your no onion people no tomato yeah take this out and add that i'm one of those weirdos (laughs) sometimes sadly i am too even though they piss me off (laughs) but i mean like sometimes you kind of just want some tomatoes sometimes you don't also it's the mood that's true (laughs) tomato mood it's just you know um when you work in the kitchen and you already know everything by heart and you already have over 40 50 items that you have memorized in your head that's incredible so when you're making everything (laughs) it's automatic and then you're like oh you know it says no tomatoes now i have to remake it oh man you know what i mean it's yeah it's a ball buster sometimes but you got to get the order out before you get it, you know? <laughs> so have you done any events? Because I know there was the, what uh, are those events here? You, you mean like that out. on Main Street? So yeah, you, have you done any events on like Main music Street? Fest or music like fest? We yeah. haven't participated in anything just because also we have a small staff again. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. It's hard to stay open and participate at the same time. Gotcha. And most, most of the time the participation, the only thing it pays us is just recognition. Yeah. When we make that already just being here. Yeah. So... Uh, we didn't see much of a point in it. Yeah. I mean, we would like to because, you know, it's a way to get the word out even more than we are doing yeah. here. It's good for marketing. But we just weren't able to. But it's cool. It's like the Hummus House. It's it's not the usual scene over here. you got, like, a lot of bars. You've got, like, other burger joints. So this is great. This is something new. This is something different. Yeah, it is It is pretty unique um, because it doesn't really have a classification of what it mm-hmm. is. It's not a restaurant. And at the same time, it's not fast food. So I don't know. It's a restaurant. <laughs> I don't really, I don't really <laughs> look food. at it as one. Like, I don't look at, you know, sandwich places as restaurants because we're, we're serving sandwiches. You know what I mean? Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. No, yeah. You know, you're not going to no call. You're not actually going to call, for like, two? Chipotle a restaurant. No. It's, it's still a restaurant. <laughs> Classified as restaurant. It's food. <laughs> Me, restaurants more like you're getting served. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're dining down. in with, you this know. This is more fast paced then. Yeah. Yeah. This is something you would literally find in like Manhattan or something like that, just because of the fact that you're coming in, you're grabbing something. It's not cheap, but it's not fast food and you can actually leave just as fast. Okay. So obviously this is a podcast. You guys can't see what's happening around here, but 
when you say that it's kind of like a little bit more fast paced and you can just kind of line up, get your order and then go, the ambiance of this place, it's really cool. The walls are red, everything's black. It's really awesome looking. <laughs> well, when I um decided to, in Allentown, when I decided to basically make a huge change to the whole restaurant, decided to change the entire menu, the look and the feel, I just painted everything red. <laughs> is that your favorite color? Red's my favorite color. <laughs> gotcha. uh, everything I have is the same colors you see here. Um, red, I love red because it's very stimulating and mm-hmm. it's very entertaining. Uh, you don't bold. feel very bored sitting in here. Everything matches, so that ambience makes you want to stick around. Yeah. Um, red also makes you hungry. <laughs> <laughs> it does. The moment I walked in, no, the moment we all walked in, we're like, oh, it smells really the good. People yeah, painted smell the, place, the people yeah. who painted the place actually thought I was crazy at first. And then when they were done, <laughs> they were like, wow, this looks really nice. It so. does. It looks so well put together. And I love the TVs on the back for the menus. It's clear. It's, it's hard so to cute. read from here, but yeah. <laughs> it's you can, I mean, obviously up front. You can always scan yeah. uh, the barcode and see the menu if you'd like. Um, our menu's online too, so. Cool. Do you have any specials that you like or just favorite dishes or um, drinks? So my star sandwich is going to be the chicken cheese steak and the oh my gouda off the meat menu. And then oh when it comes gouda. to. Oh my gouda. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Love it's it already. The, it's called the OMG. Um, <laughs> the, uh. On the vegan and vegetarian side, you definitely have to try the mac and cheese and uh, the cheesesteaks we make as well. And definitely the Beyond Burgers. Oh, so you do have the Beyond Burgers. That's interesting. Yeah. We used to serve the Impossible as well. But when we okay. decided to try to stay soy free, we yeah. switched to Beyond to only. Yeah, That's great. So when you moved from Allentown to Bethlehem, did COVID play any factor in that? Or did you have the plans prior to like 2020? Um... Or did yeah, you think maybe actually, this is like they, the right time? actually, they did because when we first got the place, it took a. We were supposed to be here in August, and basically, due to the shortages and everything that was going on, it delayed us all the way till November. Mm-hmm. So, that kind of played a role in, you know, delaying our expansion. Yeah. Did you do you have any like? Did you ever see something that's like I want to make a sandwich out of this? Um, or- I've always. I've always liked making sandwiches. Like when I lived in New York, that was the one thing I used to go get was a bagel all the time. Mm -hmm. And um, my uncle kind of, he's really good at making them too. So when he would get that fresh bread in New York, he would make sandwiches. And I guess he kind of inspired me in a way to make them, but I just kind of threw them out of my head. Just slap it together. Like this sounds like it'll be good. <laughs> yeah, pretty No much. one's complained. So is there anybody any uh like sandwich that you had to get rid of or just really was underperforming? Um, I wouldn't say any sandwiches that were underperforming. I had to get rid of sandwiches because nothing fit on those TV screens anymore. I couldn't fit any more <laughs> items on the menu. Um it slowly became more of a book than a menu. And the time it consumed people to read it was taking a little too long. Yeah, there's still some space there. Yeah. You could definitely fit like, you know, 100, 100 I, more. I, I literally left those spaces there because I was leaving it just in case I wanted to add two more things. But well, then there you go. The other ones, that's because that's the way the layout ended up being after all the text was input. <laughs> <laughs> you could sneak a few more hummus and salads and sandwiches in there. That's why we got the sure. blackboard to add any new items <laughs> on there. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, um. How often do you change out special items? Say like a new hummus or a, it's like a once a month, once a week. So hummus probably once a month when it comes to everything else, such as the mac and cheese and desserts, those are probably weekly or biweekly. As for ingredients and stuff, like where do you mainly get a bulk of your ingredients? We do local shopping for everything and then... Um, That's great. Yeah, because the food trucks that deliver stuff, it was just 
a little more expensive. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Is there any um any notable places that you grab stuff from, or just honestly, well, whoever has it, we just go and grab it because right now it's <laughs> it's, it's true. You can't yeah. even find broccoli yeah. at yeah. certain places right now. Oh, do you guys use cream cheese by any chance? Because I heard there was a cream cheese shortage. No, we don't. Okay, <laughs> look at that, unaffected, perfect. Do you have any specialized items that you use that you can't find locally that you have to travel out and get? Yeah, so uh, some of my mom's ingredients that she uses to make her Mediterranean foods, she yeah. has to get them from a place in New York that imports them from wherever the heck, <laughs> not in America. <laughs> now, do you do you have those delivered? Do you make like a weekly trip to grab them? Or? Um, some I think it's more of like a monthly or monthly. every other month kind of thing that they go get it. So they get in stock. Okay. Yeah. So what is your family's influence? Other than Mediterranean, where specifically? What's your family's influence in food? Like where they're from? Yes. So we're Syrian and they're from Damascus, I believe. Yeah. Awesome. I've never been there. I just. You were born here. Was born straight in New York. So. <laughs> usually we do a game. Oh, God. And we didn't bring an item today, but <laughs> usually slap down an item right here and tell you to make food out of it. But we don't have an item, so why don't we brainstorm what item it could be? Okay, let's brainstorm. Tim, what any do you think? thoughts? Sardines? No, please. <laughs> no, no sardines? <laughs> no, we've done that. We can't do the same. Oh, you're right. Okay, okay. How, about, how about we do watermelon? Is yeah. there an Asian watermelon? What do you mean, is there an Asian watermelon? That's like the most opposite I can think. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> they have Asian bro. watermelons, do they not? I don't know. All right, we'll You're just say a regular Asian, standard. Standard. I don't know. grown in Asia. <laughs> standard seedless watermelon. How would you make a sandwich out of it? Oh, crap. Does it have to be like a, a zesty you, kind of sandwich? You can add anything you want to it to make the sandwich. Yeah. You can like, or incorporate the watermelon. Like I've, we've heard people add it on top as like a topping to an already existing dish or. I can see how watermelon might taste okay, like on top of some sort of salad. But yeah. I can't see it tasting good in a sandwich. The only thing watermelon kind of tastes good with is, oddly enough, like feta cheese. Yeah. 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 Again, salads yeah. in that realm. Yeah. So I would probably throw it like on top of a Mediterranean salad with feta cheese. Just top it off with a little yeah, shake. Yeah, 86 watermelon. that sandwich. Uh, you don't do this. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, you could also incorporate it in your smoothies and your drinks and all that. Well, that's a given, though. Yeah. yeah that's so, why I didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> that was too. That'd be too easy. Yeah. A watermelon sauce or reduction. Well, yeah. You could a definitely blend the watermelon with some yeah. with some hot sauce. I don't know. I was thinking of dehydrating the melon. It's already like the watermelon, and it's already like full of water. Can you do that? I think if you yeah. dehydrate the watermelon, it it's become anything. It's nothing. Yeah. Right, and it'll just become powder. And I'm like, you could just sprinkle it on there. <laughs> it's like Sprinkled the, watermelon. It's the weirdest powder. fucking thing. But no, I think you know. I would just put that in a, in the drinks then. Yeah. <laughs> at that point. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's nothing. I don't know what to do with sandwiches entirely. Yeah, it's more salads. Well, everyone, thank you for listening, and that is a wrap. Yeah. Or a sandwich wrap. I don't know. <laughs>